Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host, Robin, joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hey. You know, the first 142 episodes of the show, garbage, but I think it's really going to turn around now. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like we're hitting our stride. We're going to hit our stride. <laughs> uh, by like one, 180, 190, we'll have it down. <laughs> Uh, it is a Wednesday, so we have a Heart of the Ocean. Today's Heart of the Ocean is Pete the Retailer from Star Wars Minute. Welcome, Pete. Hi. Thanks for Yay. having me. Yeah. I, uh, we had Alex on a couple weeks ago, and I already I already you mentioned this, oh. but you two are the reason. You're, you're half the reason to blame why Joe and Duff have to put up with a minute-by-minute show with me because of Star Wars <laughs> Minute. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do a lot of apologizing sometimes. Uh <laughs> mainly to you know significant others and uh and you know families children stuff like that they're like i don't see you know the the, the person who's hosting the show i don't get to see them anymore so <laughs> it it is remarkable that the three of us have uh not suffered any uh uh domestic fractures since starting this mm. <laughs> <laughs> define fracture irreparable fractures mm. <laughs> Well, it might be a slow burn, kind of irreparable. <laughs> you know, sort of uh, like when a foundation in a house goes bad, like it's not fixable, you, but you don't really you can, notice. Till you can later. live with it for a while until suddenly you cannot live here. <laughs> uh, we're on minute 143. In this minute, Jack and Rose don't save a child. Um, well, the- <laughs> I mean, it's not their I mean, fault. Isn't it, is, is that, I haven't, well, we'll get there, but. Uh, they they relinquish the child the to his actual parent. Yeah, all the, maybe all we'll... the minutes are pretty much that they don't save a child, right? Almost, <laughs> that's, true. that's true. That's true, yeah, good point. Oh, for that's 143. Out. Mute your mic, Rob. <laughs> true of most movies in general. You can really say that about a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, to just to just clear it up right away, we normally ask our guests what their Titanic story is, but let's just do it right away. Whoa. Pete. Yeah. What is your Titanic story? Me? Yeah. Um, this is my Titanic this story, movie. basically, <laughs> at this point. Um, I, I have not seen Titanic. Uh, it's not, you know, I'm not boycotting it or anything exciting like that. I just kind of, it didn't really interest me enough to go see it at the time when it came out. And then... Uh, by that, by the time that that went on long enough, then it became a thing, and so now it's a thing that I haven't seen it, and so I I will tend to actively avoid it, but I'm not I'm not boycotting it for any reason. It's just like, well, now I haven't seen it long enough. You're probably wondering, uh, this child here, this must be an, a really important character in the movie. <laughs> Let's note one was who's that kid? Yeah, um, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know. Essentially, they saw him, and they decided that they couldn't leave him. And that happened about 15 seconds before this minute started. So um, that I've is- I've abandoned my child! <laughs> <laughs> this kid was- They randomly just find him in the hall yelling. Mm-hmm. As one does. Right. Uh, and then in fairness, that would be my strategy at this point on Titanic. Just stand in the hall yelling and hope that someone tells you what to do. <laughs> 
Well, so let's let's sort of step through this and we can kind of get into what happens with this child. Uh, but at the beginning of this minute, we have Jack and Rose that are running with this with this child who's nameless, just a boy. Um, they see the water coming in and they they turn around. And I think uh, this is I think they're on E deck here for for any of those listeners following at home on where where in the for those of are. you mapping it out. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the father question mark because this is another thing pete this guy is not someone we've seen before either i claimed him already (laughs) (laughs) right that's my property yeah so he he shows up and takes the kid so the child is his flotation device he's also (laughs) angry at jack he's he's like yeah i was coming back for that yeah it's like when someone takes a a seat at the bus stop or something and then they show back up like hey this one away for a minute. You steal my kid. Or like <laughs> when you're at a bar and you like just have a little bit of your drink left and the server takes it. And you're like, oh, what? I wasn't right. done. Yeah, you should have put a coaster on that kid. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, so okay, let's start with that. Do you do we think do we think this is the father? Yes. yes. Well, I ask this only because we learn later in the movie a kid's a good ticket onto that boat. And do a lifeboat. Hmm. I think oh, if you're poor, uh, so you think he, you're probably not getting on a boat anyway. Yeah, you think he was trying to use him as a prop, like he was just basically, all right, this is my ticket out. Like, yeah, I need that which, kid. Which <laughs> shockingly does happen with the villain in the movie. Does pick up a random child and say that it's theirs to get on a boat. Huh. So it, it it does get done later. But you're probably right. It's probably probably the dad he's very upset he's russian oh, is he russian is that the thing uh, so i did not know in the commentary cameron explains that he just refers to him as a polish stunt bubble oh. and well, and polish. which oh he's the, the actual or, guy uh, is Le- polish like not the character but the actor the, the see i was i wasn't sure about that either i thought so it seems like it's the guy it's the actor okay. is polish and and he also says, Cameron says, the Polish stunt double and his kid. And I'm not sure if that, I would assume he means that that's actually the Polish guy's kid. Or is he mixing up real life and the story? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, I looked, I, I went to one of my resources to try to find out info on these, some of these people. And uh, the... According to this, I don't know if it's from the credits or whatever, but according to this, he's listed as Slovakian father. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, and the guy that plays him is Martin Hub, who is actually Czech. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this I guy, was he popped up in a bunch of, like, he's always just like, like, a, like a, a screaming kind of background European in a couple of things. I mean, that's a good gig if you can get it. Just yeah. kind of have like a weird shtick as a movie extra. Yeah, totally. Screaming background European would also be a very good Xbox Live or Twitter name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, in the commentary, Cameron says he's Polish, but I and I think in the script I read that he was Russian. So we've (laughs) just say let's just say Eastern Europe, Eastern European. All right. So this Eastern European father comes down, and so I have so many questions here. Did he just leave his kid down here? 
maybe he was looking for someone else or maybe he was looking for another way out and came across the same problems that Rose and Jack do with Gates. Hmm. Maybe, but like, you know, I, I, I've, I guess my son's, a, you know, maybe a year or two younger than this kid, but I wouldn't be like, you just stay here on the sinking boat. I'm going to go look ahead. Well, I, I guess I would say if you're kind of figuring out where to go, it would probably be quicker just to like set him down and then like run, you know, 20 yards ahead or something. I don't know. Right. Again, no good, no good options, really. That's true. Um, and then the other thing you'll notice is when he, he grabs the kid and he does run back, uh, and, and grab his suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Or a suitcase hoping there's loot in there. (laughs) Oh yeah. He should have grabbed Rose's coat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Another thing you should know, Pete, uh, the heart of the ocean is unbeknownst to Rose, which is the. The, the, the heaviest, diamond. largest diamond in the world is in her coat, and she has no she idea. Know. Huh. Okay. Because her abusive boyfriend put the coat on her. Right. <laughs> the fiance. Sounds complicated. And you guys no. could totally be lying to me, but I, I No, I we're not. You. I believe No, you. dude. If we say something stupid about this movie, assume <laughs> it's true, because it's a very dumb movie. <laughs> so so what, what, what's, what's in the suitcase? Because like he made the kid wait by the suitcase. Well, I think I think everything he literally owns is in the suitcase if he's third class. But the only thing you really well, need, listen, if there's not a lifeboat on that in that suitcase, it's probably not worth grabbing. He doesn't want James Cameron's weird ass to like go down a submersible, open his suitcase, and find all his dildos. That's why he grabs it. <laughs> I was gonna say maybe his his other kid is in the suitcase. <laughs> his smaller, more compact kid. Yeah. He put the other one down so he could pack the one in the suitcase, and then the first one ran off. So he's yeah. like, oh, come back. <laughs> His dildos like, are made of ivory. This is worth money. <laughs> he's going to buy his way onto a lifeboat with his ivory dildos. He killed, like, 30 elephants for them. <laughs> right. Welcome to Titanic Minute, Pete. <laughs> Can I say dildo on this podcast? Yeah, I think that's that, that yeah. passes the George Carlin seven words. All right. He was arrested in my hometown for that. I um, I I was looking at this and there's I was noticing, uh, of course, everything I do uh, now I notice parallels to Star Wars. It's it's become you know. Um, but I was thinking about this the way that it's like this white corridor, like, and for me, kind of jumping in, in in this minute, um, it's like me watching the beginning of Star Wars, and you got this white hallway. And, yeah. there's, and there's stuff going on. And then there's there's three people, electrical uh, issues, and then and then one of them gets taken away. So that that kid to me was was U three PO. It's the like when you first when Star Wars first starts, you get C three PO and R two D two walking down a hallway oh, with yeah. another C three PO model. That's U three PO who just like turns left and then he's never heard from again. He's not in <laughs> any yeah like like that kid. Like, yeah, that's so that, me. Most episodes, I figured that was this kid. So I I have a question involving Star Wars and I if you'd seen the whole movie there could be much more discussion but you did get uh one of many uh broad ethnic characters <laughs> from the movie. Mm. There's a lot of people like this. What are you trying to say? And Dan? do you think that this character would fit in The Phantom Menace which is full of uh <laughs> shall we say broad ethnic characters? <laughs> Uh, I think he needs like a funny hat or something, or maybe uh, you know, 
some kind of uh, yeah. He he should be a weird alien race. Let's just. Uh, what if this were Watto? <laughs> mm. Well, Watto can fly, so he that would, yeah. that would help. Oh, Watto would have a big advantage. Yeah, but we don't know if Watto. I mean, can Watto fly that far? To you know, he probably can't hold up a kid with his tiny arms, though. No, I, probably not. Okay, I was thinking more like if Watto was on a sinking boat, could he fly to shore? How far? <laughs> <laughs> well. I think his like the deal with them is that they're they're they've got like a like a gas bladder inside which is lighter than air. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's how they can you know they like they do this like hover float thing. So if he's okay. got that, then he would probably f- be incredibly buoyant in water. So he would probably oh, be okay. Water might float. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, people float too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, people float with a little effort. Watto okay. might not even have to try. Yeah. Um, the I do enjoy your Watto would be able to buy his way onto a boat. That's true. Oh, that's probably true. Uh, so I do enjoy your 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 hallway analogy here. I I was just imagining if when the when the um, doors opened, if now it was just Darth Vader back there. Mm. That'd be really cool. <laughs> or. Like coming through the the gate side or from the other oh from the side the the, the doors that burst yeah the doors yeah so that Darth burst. Vader is the water I guess here right? okay <laughs> which works in this movie yeah there you go maybe maybe if it was like the the segue from Rogue One where Darth Vader has his little like oh yeah temper tantrum and kills a bunch of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just pick and all up. the sharks that swim through in this in the minute after this are the stormtroopers. <laughs> 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 there are no sharks that swim through. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> um, as uh, so the the guy the guy starts uh, running back to where they just were, and they yell at him not to go that way. Right? Like, don't go that way. He doesn't listen. You know, speak of the English. <laughs> yeah. So there is a. I think the reason that Duff asked the uh, the Phantom Menace question is there's a character named Fabrizio, which is he's very Jar Jar esque. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This movie. You could swap the two, and no one would notice. Um, is there? Uh, I may have so many questions here. Um, does this kid survive if the father hadn't shown up? No. I don't. He did, oh, you mean? Okay, I was so gonna like say I don't think he survives either way. But uh, no, yeah, no, that yeah. that's no. my theory as well. Yeah, I I think yeah that that's done. So like if if they were able to keep running and they didn't have this Eastern European pull the kid out of their hands and then run the opposite direction, is you know does does that kid live? I say no. Nope. Unless think, they yeah. can like maybe could they like I don't know what happens after this, but if they get to some kind of you know lifeboat situation would they kind of throw them like w- would they be able to just kind of squeeze them onto something else be like all right you guys take a kid you know oh well, i i think even with this rushing water though with them running with that kid like they still get wiped out with that water like i don't know if they would have been able to hold on to that kid you know what i mean like that's a that's yeah a but in big... the next minute a guy is briefly tries to help him and gives up maybe he doesn't give up if the kid is with them mm. oh that's a good point mm. oh, i like that yeah, okay. i have those once in a while so uh does this kind of made me wonder this um i I actually don't have a story off the top of my head but has a stranger ever told you that you were doing something incorrectly 
like this guy, you know, he grabs a kid and starts running and they're like yelling at him, no, no, it's the wrong way. And, and he just ignores them, right? Can you think of a time that's ever happened in your life? Uh, I got a lot of people on Twitter telling us that we're doing our podcast wrong, but that's, that's different. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I I won't go into too much detail, but oh, I no. <laughs> one of my no, I was just gonna say uh, one of my big job duties is I manage social media for a municipality, and so a good portion of my day is I get paid for people just to tell me how wrong I am. Hmm. Joe, as a teacher, which is a lot better than not getting paid. Which I also uh, get, but true. there's uh, one and a half political parties in the country I live that are telling me I'm doing my job wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, as a teacher, do you ever have that with a or not? I shouldn't say have because I would. But any, in the past, have a parent uh, tell you that you were doing it wrong? Oh, of course. Okay. Do you ever tell them like, "No, you're right"? Um, I I, th- I really appreciate your feedback. Thank you. Mm. See, that's how you handle it, Pete. Hmm. There you go. Uh, I do remember. Well, if a parent said something to me on Twitter, then I would just tell them to. Uh, I can't swear. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's. Get, a, I, there, there's no such thing as good Twitter feedback. Okay. You might get put in Twitter jail if you say something mean. Yeah, that might be a good time, Duff. Why don't you tell us the time you got put in a Twitter jail? Uh, <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what Twitter jail is. Uh, I think they started doing this about a year ago. Is, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, when they, they were like, well, we could get rid of the Nazis, but instead, <laughs> let's get rid of people who are mean to brands. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, people who insult the uh, the blue check marks, which are the modern day first class. Right. Um, but yeah, I just steerage. So, Twitter jail is where, for usually twenty four hours, you get a notification that. Based on something you did, uh, you have the ability to tweet, but the only people who can see it are, I think it's people who follow you or that you follow and follow you. So basically you have like even more of an echo chamber than usual hmm. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> um, and so it lets you know that you're, and it's kind of referred to as Twitter jail. So I was put in Twitter jail uh, for a day because I told a sponsored U.S. bank tweet to go f*** <laughs> <laughs> um, because You're like right. For, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I For just like a little bit, I think I was just having like a bad week or something. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to tell every branded <laughs> sponsored tweet I see to go F themselves. And apparently, I'm pretty sure it was U.S. bank. That's how you get put in Twitter jail. <laughs> uh, That's the first person... Uh, affiliated with the u.s bank in any way to be punished for something (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so you know nazis uh incels kkk it's up for debate but 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 if you tell a bank that they're bad the the capitalist machine yep Yep. don't don't insult the corporate overlords on twitter (laughs) Mm -hmm. is george lucas on twitter no uh can you imagine what his mentions would look like? Yeah, I think that's oh. why. I mean, maybe he like you know lurks under a pseudonym somewhere, but um, but he James doesn't. James Cameron is on Twitter, but he hasn't tweeted in like two years. Mm. He's spending most of his time in women's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, <laughs> so moving on, you guys ready to go back to Titanic? Yeah, sure. Okay. 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 
So the the water blasts uh, Jack and Rose over into a gate down the hallway. Um, I, this might be a dumb question. I guess we know this guy's a stunt man when he gets hit with the kid. But like when Jack and Rose go by, it sure looks like Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, doesn't it? Uh, that's a good segue to something I wanted to talk about because oh, okay. I I was wondering this as well. And in the commentary. Cameron points out this is one of the very first CGI face masks. What? So it's two stunt doubles running, dressed as Jack and Rose, and then he had... It does look kind of weird and fake. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's the light. Yeah, I, but it's not the light. It's, it's the computers. <laughs> it, it looks weird, but you don't... like I. I still think it looks good, but only because, you know, there's lights flashing and they're it's all the, like Kate Winslet's face looks too wide. It looks weird to me. Okay. I, that makes uh, me feel better about my observation. But it wasn't any, like, I wasn't sure enough about it to bring it up though, but so well, I can't I, take too much credit. I don't think it looks like even, you know, I, I, there was earlier we talked about, was it like the weird CGI people in the background yeah. For and now that I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. No, I I looked at this again. It still looks pretty good to me. Pete, um, do you think they so maybe yeah. should have shot this entire film in CGI on a green screen? Do you think that would have worked out better? Yeah, would have been great. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Pete? <laughs> yeah, I mean that obviously works all the time. So. <laughs> it's great for acting performances and uh, yeah. you, know, you know realistic dialogue. Now that you now that you say it, I do notice it. It is that's pretty wild. That's a fun fact right there, Duff. Well, thank James Cameron because it's I did not know that until about a half hour before we started recording the night. So when yeah. they get washed away, like I know when they're running, but when the water washes them over to the gate, is that CGI face too? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, he was just referring to that uh, head-on shot of them running towards the camera. Yeah, it looked a little weird to me, but like, I and I even thought like, oh, I wonder if that like, you know, if they if they did that, you know, if they messed with that in CJ, I was like, no, this is too early. Like they just started doing that stuff reliably like now, you know, recently. But I guess uh, oh. still looks better than uh, Superman's mustache being removed and whatever. <laughs> what was that? The first Justice League. Uh, unsurprisingly, Only Justice I, League. I haven't seen that either. Well, there's going to be more Joe. So don't worry. I know, but they're not going to come out before this comes out. <laughs> mm. People in the future will be listening to this and be like, wait, which oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Yes, Thanks. From, from the Library of Congress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have people who discover this, like, you know, like Twilight Zone. It's timeless. Yeah. You got to future proof the show. <laughs> yeah. Talk about different Titanic minute podcasts like Fish Bootlegs. I don't know. I'm a minute 143 guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they really hit their stride. Uh, some other fun facts involving this effect of water, which is 100% real. Uh, yeah. The the kid is actually a, a foam dummy that the Polish guy is hanging on to. <laughs> Did you just call okay. the Polish guy a dummy? Yes. <laughs> wow, and racist. Oh. <laughs> they have those submarines with the screen doors on them, so... <laughs> So you think they'd be used to water rushing in? Yeah. Submarines <laughs> <laughs> with screen doors. Uh, I oh wish you had man. that. I wish you had that joke book handy. I bet that has some good Polish oh. Army Navy jokes. I'm not gonna find the. I'm not gonna find the joke book my father was gifted in 1981. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Did you Did you guys hear about the body that they found at the Last Jedi premiere? No. Like they found like a skeleton in like the basement of that movie theater where the premiere was. Pete, did you hear about no, that? I didn't hear about this. No. Not really. No, I, I it thought like, it was, it was a pretty big a story. Joke for some reason. No, 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 no. It was okay. a pretty big story. Like they found um, in the in the basement of the theater when they were like kind of just checking. Um, they, they they've they installed a new sound system, like a new nine point one or up, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm not a sound expert, but they had like kind of speakers in the rear of the theater, kind of the floor. That's where the subwoofers are. And they found a skeleton there. And they did a DNA test, and they found out it was actually the 1931 Polish hide-and-seek champion. (laughs) (laughs) See, there it is. (laughs) Shout out to my dad. That's his favorite joke. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please cut that. uh, Appropriately. (laughs) No, we leave in in all the Polish jokes. (laughs) My my grandfather was... uh, a uh, uh, born in Poland and did it uh, was on a ship that sank. He was on oh. a, uh, a a boat which has been kind of affectionate. And this is not a setup for a joke. I promise you. I, he was I'm on a, really a ship. Excited to hear the punchline for this. Called the the <laughs> Polish Titanic by some. Like if you look it up, really? it's the it's the uh, I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but it's like the MS Pilzudski. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a kind of a cruise liner that then got kind of uh, commandeered into service in in World War Two for the for the Allies, and then it, was, it turned into a troop transport, but then sank immediately. And he was oh, uh, like below decks, just kind of sleeping. And next thing he knows, there's just kind of you know everybody's shouting and water's rushing in everywhere, and it's dark. And uh, then uh, spent several hours in the North Atlantic uh, waiting for a rescue. And he was rescued. Yeah, he he. The only one that that didn't make it was the captain who went down with the ship, uh, apparently oh. appropriately. Wow! So the much higher survival rate than the Titanic. Yes, I guess maybe that's oh. why it's the Polish Titanic. It's like, no, wait, you got it wrong. It's supposed to be tragic because everybody died. And I'm still waiting <laughs> for the pun. I'm still waiting for the punchline on this. Yeah, no, that's that's that wasn't very funny. That's, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, you, if you uh, like. People, you know, people dive it sometimes, and you can you can see like weird, you know, like the the wreckage and and stuff like that. It's a really uh, I found that out way later in life than I, uh, you know, I, I'm just in my in my thirties probably. One day we were just talking about something, and it came up, and it was like, oh yeah, he was on a ship uh, that sank, and I was like, wait, what? And then it led to this whole thing. So, the Polish wow. Titanic. How about that. Um, so. See, do I have anything else on here? Oh, one more one. I have one uh, minor fun fact. I think I might have mentioned this before, but when I was doing research on this minute, is once again another clip of Leonardo DiCaprio talking about how hard it is to act when you're cold and that he's very, quote-unquote, temperature sensitive. Hmm. Why did he do The Revenant then? <laughs> That's a good question. For that I mean, sweet, <laughs> sweet Oscar, Joe. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, so this this interview was from like ninety eight or ninety nine. So you know, maybe he changed. Maybe his he toughened up. Hmm. Remember when uh, Matt Drudge said that uh, Leo was raped by a bear, and then twentieth, yeah. <laughs> and then twentieth Century Fox actually put out a press release correcting him and saying that no, Leo's <laughs> character is not raped by a bear. 
as maybe maybe the most amazing press release in the history of press releases. But I mean, forever that movie is just the Baird Wright movie, even though that's I, what happened. <laughs> just an amazing. I mean, that's a, yeah, it's a very good troll because immediately I think of that whenever I think of the Revenant. Just what an absurd, what an absurd world we live in. Um, Lots of yucks. <laughs> uh, Pete, do you have anything else on this actual minute, or Titanic in general? I guess. Um, I was a little like I had one note of like, uh, geez, 143 minutes and the boat hasn't sunk yet, huh? Like you're bringing me in this late into the yep. game, and it's it's still <laughs> well, not, uh, like parts the of it are underwater, as you can see. Happened. Yeah, we're getting there, but still, yeah. 143. That's yeah, nothing's nothing's at the bottom of the ocean. I right. I think famously, uh, I don't remember it. Minute one oh three is that when the uh, when the tape switch happens? Yes, I think so. so. That's, and that's shortly after it hits the uh, iceberg. So hmm. it, it's about a hundred, almost a hundred minutes in the movie until it actually strikes the iceberg, and then the last ninety-five minutes of it is the uh, the the eventual sinking of it. But yeah, it doesn't actually sink until, Oh, I don't know, probably another 25 minutes or so. I bet hmm. 20 minutes at least. I bet we, I bet it's at least minute one eighty. Yeah. Until it sinks. Um, otherwise, well, you know, if the, if, if it's sunk, then, you know, there's no Titanic in the movie Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Pete, thanks a lot for being on our show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, and listeners, we will be back uh, tomorrow with Minute 144. <laughs>